The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 13 to 16. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Father, I ask today that you will sanctify, O God, the sound of my voice and illuminate the understanding of the listeners of this podcast today. And Lord, I pray that as we consider, O God, pressing forward in our life with you, in our work with you, I ask for strength for my brothers, I ask for strength for my sisters around the world, that together we will be able to walk our way through even this segment of the calendar, that in the end, we will all be ready for eternity, for when you call. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is rather lengthy. Pressing forward, discounting the opportunity to look back. Pressing forward, discounting the opportunity to look back. This title is necessary in order to do proper justice and perpetuate the importance of the subject matter which bothers the Old and the New Testament sentiment on what lies ahead. Come with me, brothers and sisters, in Jesus Christ as we explore. We are well into the month of January 2021 
and I am sure that some of the predictions made about the year and the resolutions are already failing. This is because our calendar contradicts the divine. Here is what the psalmist says about God's calendar. And that is Psalms 90 verse number 4. For you, a thousand years are as a passing day, as brief as a few night hours. This is also collaborated and re-echoed in the book of 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 8. But you must not forget this one thing. Dear friends, a day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. Again, we see the parochial contradictions laid bare for us in both the Old and the New Testament. Counterbalancing our views of the time and space that are necessary for living on this side of eternity. However, once we understand the demarcation of time and space in this way and in the way that the master of the universe understands it, then we will be on our way to freedom from total dependency on simulated calendar that is driven by man's enthusiasm to be in charge. If anything, the COVID-19 pandemic has taught us that we are not entirely in charge as we think. With this in mind, what we must do as people of God to be successful in living for God's predestined purposes is to synchronize our diaries with God's and keep on pressing forward and discount the ever-present opportunities to look back. This is the motive of this podcast today. In the year 153 BC, the 1st of January of the Gregorian calendar became designated as the first day of the year in many traditions. And today, most people regard January conscientiously and as such make resolutions upon resolutions that in most cases never materialize. What many people do not bother to know about is the origin and meaning of January. However, for the inquisitive mind, it may interest to know that like the days of the weeks and months of the year, January was named after a lesser known but arguably one of the most important Roman gods, Janus. What is unusual about this particular god is his designation, character, and what it represents. The imagery of the god Janus is represented by two faces, one facing the past and the other facing the future. Janus is also depicted as the custodian of doors and gates. This explains why he is strategically positioned as the first month of the year, separating the new from the old. The Janus tradition has crept into many cultures. Each year, 
1st of January is celebrated across the globe with pomps and pageantry by people of all religious persuasions. The Apostle Paul admonished the church at Colossae in Colossians chapter 2 verse 16 to 17. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holiday or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days which are a shadow of things to come but the body is of Christ. This is particularly important for all of us children of God and followers of Jesus Christ to remember that all of the things we see today as part of our lives are only but shadows of realities and shadows as you know are immaterial in nature. If we take these shadows created by man and let it reign supreme in our lives we will be unable to move on from one spot as the creator intended and what that means is that we become like the God Janus facing what is the past and as well as facing what lies ahead of us. The book of James that is James chapter 1 verse 8 says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If you are unable to maintain a straight face within the scheme of things, then you are bound to be unstable in whatever you have to do, and more importantly, when it becomes a matter of eternity. Recently, I was speaking to a beautiful child of God who is suffering from alcoholic addiction. This is what she said in the course of our conversation that day. When I asked her why she was bent on destroying herself as a faithful disciple of Lika, this was her answer to me. In my head, I hear two voices. One say, drink, and the other say, don't drink. And in the end, the one that say, drink, always prevails. Many people are in similar situation today. It is not our place to judge them. But child of God, your resolution for 2021 must be anchored on the finished work of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. I reminded this child of God that Jesus Christ came for those that are damaged, those that are broken beyond human repair, and I am saying this to you today. You too, who is listening to this podcast, Jesus Christ came for you. No matter what you think about yourself, no matter how low you feel about yourself, he came for you. And this is because you are a very special person, special enough for the Almighty God to send Jesus Christ to die in your place. Here is what Jesus Christ himself said concerning you. And that's in John's chapter 15 verse 13. Greater love had no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. My friend, you are his friend. You are the friend of Jesus Christ because he says you are. He first loved you before you even know it. You are that special and a person of interest. 
But my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, you must keep on pressing forward, discounting the opportunity to look back every day that you live on this side of eternity. Our key text today, and that is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13 to 16, is a reminder of the reality that is our faith. As you may already know, there has been some people of faith who have gone before us that we must follow, that you and I must follow. Their footsteps, their undeletable footsteps. These people who would not look back, they were totally sold out to God and his promises of everlasting life. In verse number 13 of the same passage, the Bible says this, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. As a child of God, this is our position. We are pilgrims. We are on a journey. We're going somewhere. And that's very important. And I find this to be mind-blowing in the light of our 21st century postmodern and prequel-seeking society that demand proof for everything. But no, these guys in this writing did not care about empirical evidence. They were satisfied with the simplicity of nature's handwritten notes seen everywhere. Psalms chapter 19 verse 1 renders it beautifully. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies displays his craftsmanship. And as well as Psalm chapter 14 verse 1, it says this, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, just look around you and see for yourself the body of evidence are there albeit not in the ways of the world, but they are divinely arranged and only those who have regenerated eyes can see it. Beside, as the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 maintain, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually designed. Verses number 14 to 15 of Hebrews 11 says this, They that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Here, we see clearly that these people were highly motivated to succeed in their pursuit of eternity. They were not prepared to give it up for anything, so they pressed forward, discounting the opportunity to look back. Pressing means to exert pressure. This means they put pressure on themselves to drill themselves to the point that they detested anything that has no eternal value. 
that does not mean that there were no attractive and enticing opportunities around them. There were, but they were simply mindful of eternity. Eternity was at the center of their hearts. They knew where they were coming from. But importantly, they also knew where they were going to. The problem we have these days is that some of us do not even know where we are coming from. We have no testimonies of how we were saved. No testimonies of how we became Christians. So it is clearly difficult to figure out our desired destination. Verse number 16, which is our last key verse, says, But now they desire a better country that is unheavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. Because these folks knew where they were coming from and as well as where they were heading, it was simple. Even in the difficult terrain they were in to concentrate, to press, and to ignore all the stumbling blockades in their way. So, as to make it to the other side of eternity where Jesus Christ rules. Brothers and sisters, each time I think of the prospect of heaven, the vision of being with Jesus Christ one day, my heart lives for joy a never-ending joy that awaits me and you too. This singular prospect should encourage you today, my brothers and my sisters. Just imagine, in the city of Aberdeen where I live, is a long stretch of beautiful beach. I made it a habit to drive there almost every week to enjoy the sheer beauty of the North Sea and to wonder how great our God is. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 12 says, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the sky with his span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measuring basket and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? No one, my brothers and sisters, but God. God is our God. God is good and he is amazing. Especially when we submit to, to him, when we let him control us, when we let ourselves be his children as he has accepted us already. I also imagine with my feeble mind's eyes, rivers like crystal and that is in Revelation chapter 22 verse 1 and streets like of gold, Revelation chapter 21 verse 21. These anthropomorphic depiction of the other side of eternity makes me want to scream and shout hallelujah and say like John the Revelator, Amen, even so come Lord Jesus. This level of excitement may not be possible unless you are willing to press forward, discount the opportunity to look back. And not be double-faced like Janus earlier mentioned. Brother Paul, a man after God's own heart, a man totally sold out for the cause of Jesus Christ, knew this well when he poured out his heart in his letter to the church in Philippi. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 to 14, Paul said, 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. This was a genuine desire from a broken man who not only want to know the power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead, but importantly, the fellowship of his suffering. Fellowship here is the availability and the ability to share. To be a part of something, not just to associate with that thing, which is what many Christians do today. They love the fact that Christianity is cool, attending church is cool, flying private jet is cool, being a Christian celebrity is cool, but sharing in the suffering of Jesus Christ is not cool at all. Brothers and sisters, I wish that Christians would follow Jesus Christ. In verse 12 and 13, Paul said, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before. In this passage, Paul recognized his shortcomings and how earnestly he desired to be what he was meant to be. In all that the Apostle Paul did for the furtherance of the kingdom of God, he did not count them as badges of honor, never considered himself a general or a celebrity in the things of God because he reckoned that there is none, there is no general, there is no celebrity in the things of God. We are just children of God. We're just the people called to follow. So, Paul kept on working very hard at it. And the Bible say, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. My friend, we need to be in that place where we recognize our shortcoming, our limitation, but put our trust entirely in Jesus Christ. What did Paul do? He said in verse number 14, I press towards the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. You see again the word press is used. That is exciting pressure. Is even more pronounced in the text as central in his work with God. And should also be so in our own work with the almighty God too. In this journey, there is no room for half-hearted commitment to God. We must determine to have one thing on our minds, and that is eternity. And keep on pressing forward, discounting the opportunity to look back until we reach our desired destination. This is what we must do in 2021. This is what we must do. This is what you must decide and determine to do. Going forward, we need to know and understand that God doesn't care about 12 months, 10 months, or how many months are there in a year. 
bet. All he cares is your work, your faithfulness to him and him alone. Let us determine that we must share the good news this year. Let us make up our mind that we will live to please the Lord this year. Even though it's difficult. Brothers and sisters, the word of God say, My grace is sufficient for you. Let the grace of God be sufficient for you this year. Let the grace of God be your guide this year. God bless you. Let us pray. Eternal King of glory, the great I am that I am. I thank you once more for the time like this with my brothers and my sisters around the world. And I pray today, God, that this word will come as an encouragement. This word will come to challenge us to live for you, to be able to press and to push and to ignore every negative things that are around us, that we, in the end, will come to that place where we can truly say, Lord, even so, come now, because we are ready. And I thank you because I know that it's your desire to see us all come to you, come back home to you. As many God that have not lived their life to please you in these past years, I pray that they will have the opportunity once more to receive Jesus Christ into their life. And then, in the end, we will all be able to sing the praises of our Lord on that day. Thank you, Father, for what you are going to do in this year. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen.
for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.